Good morning. It's like the season, right? But who's in danger of not playing? Um, gosh, uh, quite frankly, we need to get through today. Um, they've all done well. You know, they've all done well. A couple of them were illnesses. Um, Jake and Alshon were both illness, not feeling well. They're good. Yeah, they're back today. They'll be out there. And the other ones, uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get through today. We'll increase their reps, see where they're at, and, and uh, make a determination. But, you know, we're hopeful. Is Fletcher just getting rest? I know we, yeah, the hip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, this time of year, um, you know, Fletcher's been a big impact for us. And so we're just, just resting him and making sure he's 100% for the game. Are the illnesses related to It's kind of been going around, I think, everywhere. Um, the locker room, the coaching staff. I mean, it's just something at this time of year, you know, so. Um, we get them pumped full of fluids and, you know, whatever we can to make sure they're ready to go. It looks like Jordan Hicks is going to be back in his pool yesterday. Uh, what are you expecting from him, and, and, and do you need to manage him given the injury history? Well, you know, we're expecting him, obviously, to get through today. Uh, we'll make sure make sure he's, he's good after today. And, and, then, and then from a game plan standpoint, if he, listen, if he's, if he's dressed in 100%, then, then, then he'll play and, and, and get his complement of plays. Is it just as simple as putting him back at the mic, or I mean, Nigel's played pretty well without Jordan. Now. Yeah, I think I think it just you know this week of, of preparation. I think we got to find out again where he's at physically, but uh, um, you know he is a veteran player, been been a starter in, in our in our defense for a couple of years, and and so it wouldn't be anything just to, just to stick him back out there. But but I think you kind of want to work him into a little bit. How about Jernigan? Is that kind of the same situation? Yeah, Jernigan, the, he's been back out on the practice field. Um, We'll increase his reps today and, and see where he's at. And he's another one that we'll evaluate at the end of the day. Sometimes after a big win, you continue to kind of, kind of drop emotionally. What have you seen energy-wise, emotionally, this week of practice? Number one, um, first of all, the reason this week is the way it is, the way I did the walkthroughs on Wednesday, we've had two pretty extensive travel weekends. You know, the Dallas game, which was an emotional um, you know, loss, overtime loss, and then, of course, the, the long trip to L.A. coming back. So I want to make sure that these guys are fresh, as fresh as they can be this time of the year, you know. So, and, and we've got some guys nicked up. So that's why I did um, the walkthrough on, on Wednesday as opposed to a full practice. And then I thought yesterday's practice was, uh, was very high-spirited. Guys were really flying around. I felt like their legs were kind of coming back, for again, for this time of the year. And, and um uh, you know, they, they've done a good job of taking care of themselves individually, collectively as a group, and, and that's what you want at this, at this point. How did you weigh sort of your decision to scale things back on field with the fact that Nick hasn't had a ton of first-team reps since, you know, week two? Week two. I kind of leaned on that experience a little bit, um, plus the fact that he had all the training camp with him, you know, and, and – um, so it's only been, I don't know, 13 weeks or whatever. But and then he had a full complement last week, you know, going into the into the Rams game. So I, I did take that into consideration because I know what I did last year, uh, you know, at the end of the year. But uh, I felt like one, he needed the reps last week, right, going into the Rams game. Where this week, I think uh, it was more about the rest of the players and getting them getting them ready for Sunday. Don't you still have a, a move that you could possibly make with the IR? You under the weather? You under the weather? Are you oh, under yeah. the weather? I am. Thanks, for It's going around. Um, yeah, we're still evaluating that. Um, we got a couple guys that, uh, you know, with Ma- Mike and Mac that uh, we're, we're still 
you know, we're still in the process of, of getting them getting them back out there, but haven't made any any decisions yet on that on that move. Does he want to play through his injury? Does he want to play through it? Um, I, I would say this, I, and, and not speaking for Carson, um, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think as a as an as an athlete who has uh, an injury this time of year, if it's not going to set them back. Then, then, yeah, I would say that he, everybody wants to play through injury. You, know, you see it around the league, not just not just with Carson or uh, an Avante Maddox, or now a Jordan Hicks. I mean, I think these guys have enough pride and want to to, to try. But, but again, we got to make sure that they're they're 100. Um, percent That's kind of been our philosophy around here uh, before we stick them stick them back out there. Listen, it, it kind of goes back to beginning of the year i mean we're gonna we're gonna trust the medical staff i mean it's uh it's one of those one of those deals and and um you know you got to make sure that uh that uh you know there won't be any setbacks if we put it back out there you talked about that earlier we all knew that he wanted to be back by week one he said he's willing to listen to the doctors but we also know that carson is very very uh a type a personality he's really pushing right I mean, it, it can be, but listen, as long as we communicate and we're upfront and honest with him and have, have tough conversations, which we've had, uh, not just me and him, but I think with the doctors and the, and the medical staff, and he understands, I think, I think we're okay. Look at the uh, Texans uh, front seven. Oh, yeah, we play the Texans. <laughs> Almost how forgot. They, how are they different from, from the Rams? I mean, you know, both obviously get after the quarterback and stuff, but... This, they're very, very similar um, structurally. Uh, typically, the Rams play traditionally will play a five-man D line, five-man front. Um, Houston will do the same. Will do the same thing. I, I think the biggest, well, really, very similar. Uh, they have Sue and, and and Donald, and and now you got JJ and and uh, and Clowney. So um, this is uh, it's a tough group. You know, I think I think the strength of the defense is obviously up front. Um, with those guys, and, and um, but I think structurally, this, this is a this is a pressure team. They're going to put pressure on your quarterback, and that's kind of what they what they've been doing. They also have two big tackles inside that are that are two gap guys that are anchor guys that uh, are tough to move. Um, and so you're and, the, and they got some team speed at linebacker. So and they're young there. So um, they they've just made plays. There, it's a stout group. It's a um, a set of circumstances that uh, you know our O line and tight ends backs are you know have a challenge in front of them. Doug, you talked about uh, making the offense simpler. Uh, what was happening, I guess, before that? Were you just kind of trying to build off of what you're doing last year and to make sure that your tendencies weren't showing and maybe getting a little too complicated, or how, how can you break that down? Yeah, I think um, you know we self scout every week. Um, different things and, and we try to look at it from the eyes of a, of a D coordinator or a defensive staff and say okay what are the glaring tendencies by formation or personnel you know whatever it is so we take a look at that and and then sometimes when as coaches we, we have a couple of days say a Monday Tuesday to plan and, and look at a bunch of film we can get you know I don't want to say creative but you can you can get a little creative with with play design um a lot of moving parts with motions and shifts and lining up guys in in different positions and you know trying to take advantage of certain things and, and I think over a period of time if you're constantly sort of changing your offense each week you know or tweaking it each week there's not a lot of consistency there and that's that that falls on us as coaches and so I think what we've done 
and and it just kind of came to uh, uh, a point after the the Dallas game. We said, listen, let's try to limit some of that stuff. We can still be effective with personnel and formations without a bunch of moving parts, um, and then go back and run our core our core plays. And so I think that's been a combination that's this worked for us. Josh Adams obviously has done a lot of good things this year, but he's 0 for 5 or 0 for 6 now on short yardage, 3rd and 1, 4th and 1. What do you see there? Is there something he can do different, or is he just not suited to that, or uh, what do you see there? Well, I don't put it all on him. I mean, obviously it, it starts up front, you know, with the with the O-line, the tight ends. Um, give credit to the defense. They've gotten penetration that's, that shoved us back. I mean, we put a lot on our receivers, too, you know, to block either a D-end or, or safeties, nickels, things of that nature. So, you know, and you just – I think as a young player, you have to uh, just kind of understand the situation. It's 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 a lot like a receiver who catches a pass on third down at eight yards, and you need to go two more, and they, they kind of like want to spin out and do know the situation. Just put your foot in the ground and go. I think that's there's a time and a place for that, and these are things that Josh is learning as we go, as we go, and and sometimes he just has to put his foot down and just kind of cram it in there and. And uh, just get the you know get the three feet that we need. We talked on Monday about how this has been tough on Carson. Uh, we've seen now in the last year the biggest uh, victory in the history of the, of the franchise was Nick led him to it, and then now the biggest win of this season Nick led him to to it. How do you you know how do you reassure Carson about his standing here? Well, um, I think number one, I can I can stand here and say that, that that Carson's our quarterback. You know, he's our our quarterback in the future, and that's why we drafted him. And um, it's also why we have Nick here, you know, as, as a backup, as a, as a veteran player to, to, uh, to, 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 you know, I don't want to say bail us out, but to, to come in and execute, you know, um, the offense. And, you know, I think, uh, I think we just continue to, to reconfirm that with Carson and let him know that and, and uh, continue to say, hey, listen, you're, you're going to be here for a long time, have a long career, and, and uh, we just got to, commu- you know, commit to that and communicate that to him and, and, um, you know, uh, let that let that kind of sink in. Oh yeah, yeah. I've talked to Frank. We've reached out, talked to him, um, and vice versa. He's reached out to me on some opponents that we've played, and um, yeah, done that. Hey, John, DeAndre Carter uh, carved out a role for himself down there. What did, it was a great story when he made it here. What did what did you see from him? What caught your eye? Yeah, I think number one, the the return aspect. Um, he he's, you know, he's built kind of like a Sproles. He's he's low. He's compact. He's quick. He's twitchy. Um, had excellent burst. Uh, I, I just think I have flashes of that Tennessee game on that on that return that he had that got us out past the fifty to help us at least tie that game. Um, and and then and then as a as a as a route runner, uh, again, you're seeing a, a quick twitch guy. You're seeing a guy that you can move around the formation. He's a He's a jet sweep guy. He's a, a reverse guy, um, and you know he can be dangerous with the ball in his hands. And that's those are the things that kind of intrigued us, you know, with him uh, when when we had him here. All right.